What up, what up? Fantasy news today. We are here for the Friday edition of the show. Hope everybody had a good Thursday night football. We already know uh, CMC uh, managers are not too happy. Right as of now, it's going to be the first topic we talk about. Let's just go ahead and get in to the CMC injury fallout. And Bogart, we'll let you go first. Yeah, um, man, it's, it's really unfortunate. Um, I'm not sure how to feel that they, you know, that we're, we're going to have to wait to Tuesday to know more because I know maybe even Wednesday because that's when they're mandated to tell us the full injury. Right now they say it's a few weeks. They didn't put him on the IR. Like I said, we might need to wait till like Tuesday or Wednesday to find out. And if they put him on the short-term IR, at least we'll know for three weeks we have Chuba Hubbard. And uh, for people that don't have that don't have CMC and have Chuba Hubbard, I might be trying to flip him right now, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I, I don't think Chuba Hubbard's gonna be Mike Davis of last year. They're they're gonna get Royce to five nine Freeman in there, and it's yeah. gonna be more of a split load. It's definitely not gonna be Mike Davis of last year. What they, do you they think? Even, uh, okay. I, I just recently because I'm a Christian McCaffrey owner or rosterer myself, and um I immediately got offered Darren Waller for Gronk and, and Chuba, Chuba, whatever we want to call this guy. And I, uh, these Chuba owners are, are going to feel a little frisky because of what we saw from Mike Davis. But I ain't trading for Chuba. I'll be honest with you. Like, he ain't worth, worth me trading any kind of assets for. I do think that he will have the job for a short period of time. If I'm able to get him off the waiver wire with the waiver, I'm doing that. But I'm not actively gonna trade for this guy. Nah, I'm trading. I'm trading him away. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with and, you because there's gonna be someone that sees Mike Davis from last year, and like uh, Hustler is saying, they're not anticipating the the, the Freeman um, work, and they're not yeah. anticipating how much better Darnold is in that system with what they're running than what Teddy was last year. Yeah. Or or even, a, you know, the random tight end carry from, like, Tommy Tremble, and he, he rumbles into mm-hmm. the end zone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hey, mm-hmm. TD, so, so what do you think? Let's say you are the Christian McCaffrey uh, manager, and let's say Christian McCaffrey is the only good running back that you have on your squad. Okay, yeah, let's say you went CMC, <laughs> and then you pushed off everybody else. You know, how are yeah. you feeling today? Are you going to be making a move for Chuba? Uh, Chuba, and if you're on the other side of things, are you going to take advantage of those CMC managers who might be really hurting? So yeah, if I got Chuba, I'm just going to play it. Um, I mean, it's the first week you got to at least see the game script from one week without CMC. So I would say hold off on Chuba, and I'm willing to take the risk if he don't play good, and I get caught with the bag the because uh, because this offense. This offense runs so smoothly with Matt Rule. I actually think Chuba can have a floor of 12 to 15 points in PPR. Um, so I, I'm, I think he could be okay, but don't expect him to be, like you said, Mike Davis or CMC. You know, Chuba dropped a he dropped a touchdown pass too. He dropped multiple passes yesterday, yeah. Yeah, so he, he ain't. He is not going to be – I mean, when you go back to look at him in college, I mean, he was – well, he didn't even play in 2020, but he was the guy who cracked two thou-wow, you know, in 2019, but he wasn't really known as like a pass-catching back. So I don't think we can expect him to get – I mean, Mike Davis was flirting with 10 receptions, you know, a lot of times last season when they had nowhere to go. I don't think that's anywhere close for Chuba. I'll be honest, man. This, this thing makes me really bullish on like a DJ Moore. Like if I was able to somehow try to finagle a deal and actually get DJ Moore on my team, I think that's a great play because if you saw the way that Darnold didn't play last night, they have good rapport. And with the fact that you don't have CMC, those plays closer to the to the line of scrimmage are going to probably end up going towards DJ Moore. Now, hold on. Hold on real quick before, before you get in there. Do you think that DJ Moore, like – tried to have sex with like Teddy Bridgewater's wife or like something like that. Like how did it go from like DJ Moore getting no love last year? Well, a little bit, you know, but like Robbie was like that dude. And now you see Sam Darnold is just peppering him. He looks like who he thought he was last year. You got to remember the Panthers last year had three wide receivers in the top 25. So even though Teddy Roosevelt, as Bogart likes to name him, was passing the ball over like, you know, Steve Nash, you know, Sam Darnold is more like, oh, nah, bro, you my guy. So I'm going to lob it up like Shaq and Kobe. 
versus Steve Nash is hitting the open man. Well, because DJ Moore, and we'll let you get in on this after Bogart, because DJ Moore last year, I mean, in Dynasty Leagues, I mean, I saw him going top three. In redraft leagues, he was going, like, top five, like, everywhere. So even though he did finish as a top 24, I don't think he returned the value on where he was actually drafted. I agree with that. Go ahead, Bogey. I I was just going to say, like, it is funny when you watch Sam Darnold, he will just outright not see the open guy. And Robbie Anderson was wide open, and they yeah. showed him how wide open yeah. he was. Yeah, like he <laughs> will just funny. outright not see him. You know what I mean? And what's funny is that and then any favors like, over the middle of the field too. So, and everyone thought that Robbie Anderson was going to be that guy. Like coming in, everyone said that Robbie Anderson and Sam Darnold had this chemistry. He's going to be hyper targeted on Robbie, and it actually went the other way around, where he's almost forgotten that Robbie's there. And it's so much focused on DJ Moore. Uh, I don't even TV. think Robbie is startable right now. No, he's okay. not. He's he's getting close to droppable, and uh, well, we got to see what mm-hmm. he does this next week. But uh, TD, do you think that? I mean, I haven't been watching like every single route, but I think Robbie is just getting back to running those nines. Do you think that that has a lot to do with his lack of usage? He's not uh, using as many routes in the route tree as he was last year. Say that question again. I'm sorry, you was in the matrix a little bit. Do you think because Robbie Anderson has really only been running the nine route, do you think that's one thing that's screwing over his production? He's not running as many different routes as he was last season. Uh Uh-oh, TD might be in the matrix now. We are all in the matrix. Yeah, Yeah, we are. Neal. (laughs) It's all good. Well, what do you you think about that Bogart, what do you think about that? You think that Robbie running nines mostly and not, you know, expanding the route yeah. tree like he did last year? I think I, that's hurt. I mean, when you know, when you add little nuances like Terrence Marshall and uh, even Tommy Tremble, like now you have other players involved, and you know what I mean. So it kind of relegates them to the outside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I and, think uh, the other thing that uh, we have to remember is that. Um, in PPR, those little cheapy catches make a big difference. Just a couple of those add up each game. And they didn't have CMC last year. So with no CMC now, we actually might be able to start to see some more Robbie Anderson. Although, in that game, we didn't see it. That's what I hope. I'm, I'm hoping that we start seeing some more Robbie. Now with CMC mm. out for a couple weeks, they're going to have to change their game plan. Or CMC- as they call him in the Matrix, I mean- Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Sir Purr. Uh, but like you like this three and oh do they really have to make too many changes yet no they gotta they gotta get punched in the mouth first yep all right next Robbie, piece of news Robbie's a standard play <laughs> yeah at he's best independent. he's yeah he, he's the big he's the big play guy right now mm-hmm. uh-oh didn't see this so uh clock management what? throwing us something in here John Jones arrested in Vegas for DV Damn. What oh, way. man. Listen, man. He Listen, don't ever fuck no with way. that guy. Like, who is no trying way. to – Like, women, men, doesn't matter. Don't fuck with John no Bones way. Jones. And you know no if he's in Vegas, way. he's on coke. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't, don't fuck he, with him. He, he, these things right here, for these are registered weapons. For, 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 he was just for talking Bones. about how he was going to yeah. – how he was going to um, come back in 2022 second quarter. He was talking about how he's in this great shape. I really hope that didn't happen. Well, I mean, it's on there. I mean, it's, it's all over the, I mean, I just, I looked it up on Google right now. And the first thing is TMZ, uh, then MMA fighting. Yeah. There's a whole bunch ESPN MMA reported it. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's out there. It just happened too. So shout out to Clock for being over it. Like I, everything just posted like within the last like thirty minutes or so. This is this Clark, is the one day. Hey, and I, I trust Clock. He's phone. a Clock is Go a ahead. very reliable source. Oh yeah, Back. you wouldn't bullshit. And there we go. I like the reference. Mister Anderson needs to take the red pill and escape the matrix. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, how about someone else that, uh, well, at least members of the 420 crew, we love Josh Gordon, and he's officially out of the matrix. He's been reinstated. They said he could play as early as week four. So if you're looking on sleeper and everything, you had the suspended, you know, Mark, that's already been changed. Can't keep him in your IR anymore. Um, Bogey, what do you think about Josh Gordon? Is he going to be anything? People in redraft leagues, should they go grab him? It's, It's still first for the Seahawks, right? 
At least as of right now, yeah. I think it's a deeper league play. Also, I do want to add Josh Gordon, right? Playing in Seattle, it's probably not good for him. You know what I mean? Recreational marijuana usage in that state. You know what I mean? Just too much temptation. I, we don't I, get in, you don't get in trouble like you do before. Like, I mean, it's not like, you know, any kind of weed but smoking he is, gets in trouble. But, but he was also the guy they used as the example. So it's like, you know, there's a there's a lot on him to just be clean. You know what I mean? I I do love it, though, because this comes in time where, uh, you know, someone like DK is just getting blanketed as fuck every game. I would love to have another guy on the opposite of him. And that'll not only perhaps open it up for DK, but also relegating Tyler Lockett to the slot where I want him to be, man. Wait, Freddie Swain, he's not a dope like option to have on the other yeah, side but, of DK. But, okay, but what tell me that wasn't David Moore. Yep. And they have now the same, be, they have the same kind of guy in that spot. Exactly. Yeah, Josh, Josh Gordon, Gordon is better. Off. He's oh, better yeah. than those guys. Yeah. Like Tom maybe Gold. like seven years ago. Like Josh Gordon seven years ago, I would be picking up on my team. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Right seven years ago, he was on drugs. Road. And he was the best when he was on drugs. Yeah. (laughs) That's like, this dude would play through anything. He'd be a monster. Now, at this point in time, he's, I don't even think we can say he's a has-been. He almost was like a never was because this kid had the potential to be an all-pro. He potentially would be one of those top wide receivers that we perennially talk about, like Hopkins and these other guys. But it it just went south for him. And honestly, uh, unless I'm in like a 16-team league where this shit is super deep and like, there's virtually nobody on the waiver wa- wa- wire. I'm probably going to avoid him because, one, he doesn't even have a landing spot yet. Two, how much is he going to play? Three, how much does he have left in the tank? So, honestly, this is more of a news for um, fans of game than us fantasy footballers. ED, what do you think about the Josh Gordon news? I I don't want to be disingenuous to him, but um, who – who wants Josh Gordon now? Like he said, that's okay. seven, eight years ago. I just don't. I mean, if you got decimated by uh, with your receiver core or somebody caught COVID, I get it. But what is Josh Gordon gonna do? Take the top off the defense for somebody? Yeah, and he's not. I don't think he's on Seattle anymore either. I think during all that stuff, I think I'm pretty sure he's released because everything that I see right now is um should the Seahawks take another chance on Josh Gordon. I don't even think he's officially on a squad as of right now. In my, in a couple dynasty leagues, I got him tucked at the end of my bench, you know, had him in the IR spot and stuff. Those are the ones that we have like, you know, 50 guys on the roster, like type thing. So Mm -hmm. yeah, redraft leagues, eh, not messing with it. Oh, like I added guys like Nikhil Harry or like even Evans to my IR. And just like I may not put them on my roster, but at least there's a possibility. Like Gordon, if he's in your IR, just cut him. <laughs> just straight cut him, or or try yep. to hold that and not make a move until you find out where he lands. Yeah, and I mean he can't even play until week four. Who knows if any? I mean it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Who knows if we hear any kind of news about you know this before like Monday or Tuesday when the teams yep. are already regrouping for the next week. Yep. Next piece of news: Dalvin Cook not practicing again. Because of that ankle injury. So third straight day of practice that he missed. He's a game time decision. I've already been very vocal about it. If uh, Dalvin Cook doesn't play, I'm not picking up Alexander Madison to play him. I'll let someone else do that. Um, TD, what are your thoughts on Dalvin Cook? I know y'all don't like when I say this. Zero RB. <laughs> I went with you, bro. I, 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 hate to say, I hate to say a hustler, but I, I got to. And I wanted to say it earlier, but I was in the Matrix. Um, about CMC, zero RB. Listen, that's not saying these guys are. So listen, I drafted CMC. If I hit the first pick, I'm drafting them. But listen, I was expecting him to get hurt. That's what zero RB means. Set up your team where if, if your running back goes down, you can put somebody else in that slot. So you kind of draft at the end of your draft for guys that you can fill in. That's what it means. Because I don't want, I would hate to have, uh, say I got Davin Cook and I got CMC as my two running backs and both of these guys go down. If I didn't go zero RB, I'm done. So, um, yes, Dalvin, um, I, 
I don't know if he's going to play, but I think he's going to go through this all year. Um, I got an injury. Okay, I'm okay. Oh, I got an injury. Okay, I'm okay. So, um, I don't want no parts of that. Um, so I, I was in a minute and I'm not touching him. I got him last year one time, and he had a dud. I'm like, I'm not touching that. So, um, hopefully Dalvin Cook is ready to play. If you got your Dalvin Cook owner, then play him. I shouted you out on the live stream yesterday, TD. I was like, man, see McCaffrey going down. This is where the zero RB truthers, like, they're going to come out because this is the exact Mm -hmm. reason behind the whole strategy of zero RB, just knowing that a lot of running backs get hurt, and it really, really sucks when they get hurt. And I know everybody has the same chance of getting hurt. I know Mm -hmm. it. Like, literally non-contact injuries can happen. But who takes the most hits out of everybody in the game? It's going to be the Mm -hmm. running backs. Who's going to get the ball and has to make more cuts and, you know, just make more decisions. And, yeah, it sucks, Mm -hmm. but – yeah, nobody takes about- more hits. Nobody takes more hits than Davis nope. Mills. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this though, the running back position, like TD said, is the most volatile position there is. So, like, even yeah. in situations where you get that number one pick, like I was saying to my co-manager earlier when I had him, I was like, maybe we should think about shopping CMC now because one, his workload is not the same that it used to be. The thing that made CMC so elite was he had an insane workload. It's like he never got off the field. He did everything. That year that he had was super special and unreplicable. He will yeah, never with, have with a Kyle year like Allen. that again. Yeah, with everybody. A few people on the live a few people on the live stream yesterday who watched uh, the Wednesday What If, they said that I cursed him by saying, is he going to get 500 touches? And then next game, he ends up getting hurt. But he was on pace for it, you know. But, yeah, the zero RB, I think the reason why most people hate on that is because if you look at it as a whole, you know, if you look at, like, just fantasy football in general, maybe only five or six out of the top 12 go down. So everyone's like, oh, well, if you just wouldn't have drafted, you know, those six. but percent that's you talking exactly. about one every two, and and let's and let's not factor in the fact that we have guys like Zeke who and, and Kamara who are greatly under uh, under under um, forming their values. So when you look at it, and even Devonte Adams and Tyree Taylor and bowling out, maybe Kelsey is the only first rounder that you're looking at, and Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry's first week was weird because he didn't do that great, but week two he fucking blew the fuck up. So uh, can we even say any first round guys right now are super stable? Well, this is where I Kelsey? Think uh, <laughs> yeah. and I agree with you, Taco, but this is where I think mm-hmm. it's going. Why not take Kyler Murray with your first pick, even in a one quarterback league? He's he's scoring yeah. 36, 37 points. Everybody the next quarterback is scoring 28. That's a well, if, that's a that's a value difference depth, right there. Because of the depth in that position, I feel like. Like because like look at it last year with Josh <laughs> Allen. Because remember the last two, two, three years, we had Josh Allen, um, uh, Lamar Jackson, and we had even Patrick Mahomes, who were all at the bottom, you know, of the quarterback who, who ended up that year coming up being the number one. And then the I mean, following look at look year, at Aaron Rodgers last all, year. They all Aaron had Rodgers last year. Hell yeah! They all had a decent, he, he don't no, even no run the ball. Had a, no one that had a killer one year never came back that second year and did the same exact thing. Even Except Lamar, for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and, and Aaron Rodgers had two bad years before that. So I know. I'm just saying, in history, yeah. in history, yeah. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is a type Brady, of would repeat. Brady this what? year is going to make a lot of people regret hating on him. Yeah, because last year, I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody, including me, was super hyped up. I was actually drafting Brady over Josh Allen last mm-hmm. year just because of the yep. excitement about everything. And yeah, brand new system, brand new pieces, and everything. It took him like what, a quarter of the season, maybe close to, you know, yep. six games before he, like, really, really got clicking. And this yep. year, boom, all cylinders. It was the game yep. against the Chargers when he threw for five tugs. Uh, he was he really, you know, that was like, well, okay, he's he's arrived with the Buccaneers. You know what I mean? I think that was week four. Super Bowl, week four, okay. Super Bowl, you keep, you keep all your pieces. So Brady got to spend a whole year with these pieces, getting developed with them, winning a title. And now you come back and you put that on him where he's thinking, like, if I not only have one of my best seasons but win another title, I don't only go down as a GOAT. I can go down as the best player in sports history. And since we're on uh, the Bucks, why don't we talk about Antonio Brown because he missed practice. Now, because he has the vaccination, if he had two negative uh, COVID tests within like a 24-hour span or something of like the game, mm-hmm. he could he could play. But the thing is the team is like getting ready to travel. I mean – these, these billionaires, they got money. They can get him on a private plane. But as of now, I think the expectation is for him to miss. Bogart, what, what do you think? If he misses the game, uh, 
which it looks like it's going to happen. How's that affect the Bucks? Um, you know, more more Gronk. You know, more more Gronk. Like like we haven't already seen enough Gronk, right? I mean, maybe more. Actually, we saw, we haven't really seen enough. It's only thirteen targets. You know, he goes uh, f- four touchdowns out of those thirteen uh, targets. You know what I mean? Is it the targets or receptions on the year? Thirteen. I know he hasn't really been heavily targeted though, so I do expect well, to red see zone that. Robbie G. Red yeah. zone Robbie G. Red zone Robbie G, bruh. And uh, I think, you know, we just should fully expect the passing game and, and everything short to be what it do because, you know, Darius Williams and uh, and my man Jalen Ramsey on the outsides, bruh. You know what I mean? That's 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 dangerous. So now maybe Scotty Tuhati or even uh, an OJ Howard, if not a Gronk, like these guys that are just he's gonna find whoever's to open. Don't put the yeah. don't put Scotty Tuhati on the radar. We don't want people picking him up and playing him, thinking that he's, he's already good. being picked up. He was training <laughs> the other day. You know what I mean? What, like what about this, Gia, Gia this could be a Giovanni Bernard game, and this actually could be a big um Godwin game. Yeah, Godwin. Who do you think it? TD, who do you think is gonna? Who do you think Ramsey is gonna cover for a majority of the game? I hope Evans. Um, he it depends on who line up on his side. I don't think he's gonna switch uh target one guy because Tom Brady goes to different guys, so I think he's gonna choose the left side or the right side, and whoever comes to that side is who he's gonna guard. But uh, Tom Brady, listen, they okay with Tony O'Brown missing this? They actually get the patty cake, Mike Evans, because that's the problem with this team. Winning games is not the problem. It's making sure that Godwin and Evans stays happy. So this is a game where you can pacify these guys. And Antonio Brown's going to be okay because you, we all know when they come to a tough game, Antonio Brown is the matchup weapon that they go, that they use to win those games, just like last mm-hmm. year in the Super Antonio mm-hmm. Brown has been playing with house money ever since he got hooked up with Brady, you know, mm-hmm. last year. But, yeah, mm-hmm. you got to keep Evans happy. You got to keep Godwin happy. And uh, we know Godwin – I mean, playing on that franchise tag, he wants to get he wants to get those stats up. He's trying to get mm-hmm. that big time paper. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Bogey? Who do you think Ramsey's going to be covering? I think, uh, man, he you know it, we're far from the days of uh, Wade Phillips being the D coordinator where they would keep him to the left side. You know what I mean? And then uh, you know even even last year he would just shadow their number one guy. Who does who do they choose to be the number one? I, I don't know. I think Brady just goes to whoever is not on him, to be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, I don't even think that Brady's going to think like that. Brady's going to think, not. where's my best option on this particular play? And if it's a situation where the guy gets to move on Ramsey, he's going to throw it there. I don't think Brady's afraid of anybody at this point in his career, especially of the weapons that he has. I think the question is, can these guys get open versus Ramsey, or is Ramsey going to come to play and just shut it down? Because there are games where you cannot make a move on Ramsey, and there's other games where we say Devontae Adams is got there, and you know he yeah, but that down. was a rub. That was a rub play. They yeah, had to get some, they had to get oh, somebody God, in his way to, to, oh, spring, to spring Adams open, yeah. and he was pissed. Remember, yeah, that, that's what they had to do to him. They had yeah. to go and get some help. Yeah, you know what I mean? yep. but you know what? I expect to see a lot of that. They're gonna they're gonna be doing things okay. to keep exactly. Ramsey off his game. You can see, exactly. I can see OJ Howard or Gronk just you know just you know just go ahead and just blah blasting the hell out of Ramsey and springing open a Godwin man, or man, a, hustler. Hustler hates Scotty too highly, but let's be real, Brady likes this dude. <laughs> he gets him the ball whenever. Come we, on, let's be clear. They would have someone out. He would get. The hold ball. on, hold on. Let me say something. You what? can remove the name. He's white, so he's going to find him. You know what I mean? Wes Welker, <laughs> Julian Edelman. I mean, they're, they're, there's a long line of guys like Scotty Too Hot. Chris Hogan. Chris, actually, Chris Hogan. Hogan was that man that one week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's so going to find the white guy. They, they actually, I think they use a lot of the screen games. So I like Leonard Fournette. And the reason why is Aaron Donald. What do you do? What do the Patriots do against like great pass rushers? Mm-hmm. They open yeah, get it out quick. That's why I think Coach Gio might have a chance this week. That's that's true, but Leonard hasn't played bad, Taco. So only reason why I he said hasn't. that we, so well, he I would say no, I, I, games, I, it still sucks. Yeah. The run game, I, they only have like 35 rush totals on the year, I think. Bro. <laughs> they you know what I mean? They're they're the picking machine. up yeah. Rojo, why? My why God. would you? Why would you care about the usable? Run? But bro, last year they ran a lot. Like Rojo and Lenny both had. No, they didn't. 
They were twenty-seven in the. They were twenty-seven in rush attempts in the league last year. That's not. That's at the but bottom of the still, league. Like they had the. Well, hold, hold on. Didn't he break off like like two like just two of his rushes? Yeah, big, yeah, yeah, two yeah. eighty yarders. That that's yeah. one rush for a whole lot of yards. Yeah. <laughs> Roach was a right. right now. And <laughs> one was like one of those tap passes, so it counted for Brady and shit. <laughs> Nice. All right. Another piece of news here. And uh, I, I was going to put this up, but Scotty Tuhati in the chat will throw it up here. So we talked about this yesterday. Josh Jacobs is extremely doubtful. We're not even going to get into this too much. We talked about it on yesterday's show. But just a reminder, Josh Jacobs pretty much ain't playing this week. So make plans as of now. All right. Can I just say something? Fuck you, uh, Gruden, with this fucking uh, whatever Peyton Barber <laughs> shit. That's just absolutely fucking ridiculous when you consider how much Drake was running at the goal line before. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, Drake, you can't run in short yardage. Let me only put in this guy to fucking run short. I don't, like, some of the shit that Gruden does is just like, what the fuck, Drake? Does anybody know Drake's stat line, like his carries and stuff? Because I, I do know uh, Payne oh, Barber had 13 bad. carries. He had 13 carries. So, that I mean, but he played a significant less amount of the snaps. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think I said I think I saw like six carries for seven yards or some some pathetic line mm. like that for Drake. It was, it was you know what? Drake was revenge game. game. Yeah. Yes. It was the yeah. pass game that kind of kept his floor safe-ish. It definitely wasn't. It, it will. I think all all season that pass game is going to keep him as a. He's not going to be spectacular, but he's a low end flex, low end RB three. Maybe an RB two on a given week if he can get the red zone or if he can get a couple rushes in, but. I'm really like when you look at the way he rushed last year and the way he's rushing this year, man. This dude, I don't know what happened to him because he used to look like a dynamic rusher and 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 the ability to make these plays. But so far this season, his run game is not there. And last season too. Yep. And then uh, who? And then who are they going up against? They're going up against the Dolphins, who you know are going to be really pissed. Uh, yeah, this revenge week. game, like Bogey said. I mean, that's that's where he first cut his teeth. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right, so next piece of news here. Bogey will let you start it off because it's your man, DeAndre, New Hopkins. Yeah, game time Skywalker. decision. New uh, game time I, decision. I, what, what do you think? Should we be nervous? Anytime no, I see the game time decision, I, I'm nervous. I mean, it's a, it's a 1 o'clock game or at a 10 in the morning? Let me double uh, for West Coast right time. <laughs> I was like, wait, 10 in the morning? It's not Saturday morning, morning cartoon. <laughs> it is uh it, it's the early one it's the 10 o'clock game for okay coasters like us so so we're we're gonna be fine with decision making we're gonna know an hour before kickoff right hour and a half hour and a half and i will say th- this he, he's a veteran and he's their best player they're they're fine he doesn't need to practice it, it, we, he dealt with ankles injuries pretty much all of last year and the year prior and he would I be think questionable he was- I think he was dealing with it last week. I mean, you could tell he wasn't looking like a normal self. What if, I mean, because there is a world that we play in that he just goes out there to be more of a decoy and has like, you know, four or five targets, a couple catches and no touchdowns. Well, it's unfortunate that we're like, you know, as as disciplined as we would want to be, we're still going to throw him in the lineup if they say he's a go. You know what I mean? So that's just the risk we have to take. At least it's the early game. So you could have some type of – uh contingency plan in order mm-hmm. Un- unless though you have some like killer wide receiver options on your team and you just don't want to worry about that then maybe you make the flip but otherwise you got to play hopkins, hopkins i'm the guy i'm the guy with nuke hawk uh, a injured nuke in my lineup with a donut versus a uh, 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 injured nuke who i ended up making a decision to sit and he's blown up on my bench you know what this reminds me so much of julio jones you had these debates. No, so don't do that to Nuke. <laughs> don't you do that to Nuke. Here's another. Here's another. No, no, no. Here's another. 
Here's another wow. here's another scenario. Let me give it to you, TD, on this one. What if the Cardinals go up real quick by 14 or 21 in like Ooh. the first half? Oh, that's very possible. They're playing the Jaguars. I think they're going to beat the holy shit out of the Jaguars. They're, they're probably going to go for a 50. I think they're going to go close to 50, whether Hopkins is in the whole game or not. So um, this D-Hop is a gamer. He's a Hall of Famer, guys. He's going to play. D-Hop, that's what makes him great. That's what makes him probably what some people could say he's better than Devontae um, because he's he going to play through injuries, and he can play with bad quarterbacks. So – I wouldn't worry about it. And if he does sit out, I mean, I wouldn't worry about it. I just I trust D Hop, so you don't worry, I wouldn't worry about that. But uh if they do get up, he's coming out the fir- uh, first half. So if listen, if you have Rondell Moore, Rondell Moore, this is a game for him because it's an easy matchup. So AJ Green. AJ yeah. Green too. To, to pacify yeah. him. Christian to pacify Kirk. Him. Kirk or AJ Green? Who do you got as number two? AJ Green's Run. played more snaps. But hasn't Kirk got more passes? No, I'm saying, I think it's. I'm, I would go I with think, the guy on the field more. I think I mean, we're we're really just getting hyped up over those two Christian Kirk like touchdowns, and we got to remember three. It, yes, it's, three. Well, well, you know what I mean. The, those first two yeah. in the first game where he had like yeah. five receptions, two of them were touchdowns. I think a lot of people are chasing those points right now. Is what yeah. it is, well, how, and he's got to be wide open to get that what, shit. And what's green? Let's, let's, what's green stat line so far? I think with like one or like two for a, two receptions for and one one for a touchdown, <laughs> something like that, bro. Damn. It definitely hasn't been good. But let's that's see. a fifty percent touchdown ratio. So he's he's the only one who's had the exact same amount of targets from week one to week two. He had six in both of them. Like Rondell Moore took an uptick from five to eight. Uh, Christian Kirk took a downtick from five to four, and, and even DeAndre Hopkins went eight yeah. to four last week. Yeah, so the guy leading the, that team in targets is Rondale Moore by one by one target. But let's let's live in this world where you said if they get up fourteen to nothing or even twenty one to nothing, man, it's gonna be Skywalker scoring them TDs, bro. Let me live What's in Chase that Edmonds looking like because this might be a Chase Edmonds game, like especially versus fucking, the Jaguars or a James Conner game if they're oh, beating ass don't so tell bad. Me James Conner because he's no looking way. Ass so bad. If they're in your, theory, like trash. <laughs> in your theory, if they're whooping ass so bad True. and they're just get, letting all their guys rest in the second half, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be chunky James Conner. Short passes to Chase Edmonds, get up early using Chase and just ride, ride them up to the end. And I just hope that like they, they do like the 2019 Baltimore Ravens. And if they are whooping ass, just sit Kyler Murray too. I hate to say it, having Kyler Murray everywhere. I'm just saying this because we don't want it to be a Derek Carr against the Colts in 2016 situation where they're beating up the Colts so bad and they still have him out there deep into the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? And he then he breaks his leg. We don't want I bet, like that. I bet he could play three quarters and still be a top three QB on the week, if not the top yeah. one. Just like Lamar Jackson in 2019. Yep. What sucks is that I I have the Cardinals defense in my other league, and I have Kyler Murray in my other league. So I'm sitting there like, shit, do I want it to be a potential shootout where they're going back and forth and Lawrence has his first good game and Kyler plays You know that's not going to happen. I could pray. Trevor got to show me something, man. Trevor got to show me something. He's about to throw. He's about to show you two to three interceptions by the Cardinals this week. Bruh, That's what he's show you. Chan- Chandler Jones is married to the game, bro, and he's about to have domestic violence on Trevor Lawrence, bro. Oh <laughs> my god! Oh my god! He's gonna be right, his brother, man. All right, let's let's switch it up to another topic here. TD, we'll let you get in on this first. So the Ravens, they've had one player test positive for COVID. They haven't said who. That wasn't released. But now we got to come to who is in contact with this person. Uh, We saw, like, crazy stuff uh, with Denver last year. Uh, One QB tested positive. The whole QB room had to sit out for the game. So I don't know what. They also were seen on camera all together, no masks. Remember that? Yeah, and so that, that's where it gets a little tricky. How are they going to play this out? Um, but we're getting close here. TD, what, what do you think about this, just in general? Um, I'm not worried about it. Most of the guys are vaccinated, so they're not, they're not on a, the same protocol. So they can actually play if they've been in contact with somebody, as long as they don't have it. So um, I'm okay about it, man. Even if it's Lamar, which I, I pray that it's not Lamar third time, right? 
Um, Lamar was in practice today. He, Lamar missed practice yesterday. Yeah. He was in practice today, so it's not him. So, so, so it's not him. So it's okay. So that's the only guy that I feel like it really matters. Um, only time I will worry about anything COVID is when we get in the fantasy playoffs. That's the only time that I'm going to really worry about it. So here's the rule with like when you're vaccinated. So because Antonio Brown is dealing with this right now too, because he's vaccinated, you have to have two. Negative tests, I believe they said within a 24-hour period before the game happens. Here's the thing. The Ravens are on the road, so they're going to be traveling. It's either like tonight or tomorrow that they're going to be going over there. So that kind of affects things also. Haven't heard any other news, but I got Twitter open um, just in case. So if we hear more news about it or if anyone hears more news about it, make sure you shout it out because we don't know too much as of right this second. Thanks. So let's rapid fire a lot of a lot of these other ones here. So uh, Taco, we'll let you start with Crowder, who's a full game time decision. Didn't even play last week. What what do you think about the Jets this week going up against the Broncos? Man, honestly, in Survivor football, I switched from taking the Panthers to taking the Broncos because they're about to get their ass whipped. I heard that Wilson was having some hamstring issues. Wilson got beat up last week. I think Wilson will play better this week, but I don't think they're going to be great. I think that Crowder offers, you know, good possibilities, but he wasn't even active last week, and it seemed like he was healthy. Keelan Cole was healthy but didn't play. So it's it's clear that Elijah Moore is on a, a higher level of the depth chart than him. Elijah Moore is now a lot safer than people give him credit for, and he's been dropped in some leagues. I would say Elijah Moore is a perfect guy to put to the end of your bench because eventually the Jets are going to get something right, and they're going to be able to figure out how to use him. And I think he's not good now, but give him five more weeks, he's eventually going to be something that we're going to use in fantasy football. He's the next Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Bench all your Jets. Bench all your Jets. Yeah. Oh, Chris Chris yeah. Harris Jr., bro, is going to be on Crowder. I'm sorry, it's going to be Crowder if he plays. And if not, Elijah Moore is going to ha- draw Chris Harris Jr. And I'm not fooling with none of that. But So who's, who's the number agree. one over there? Corey Davis, come on! This so, I mean, who's the number one cornerback in in the Broncos? Oh, it's it's the rookie man. They're 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 yeah. they're putting him right into the mix. Yeah, he's oh, been you know, destroying everybody. Yeah. Speaking of rookies, the, uh, J.C. Horn uh, also broke his foot last yep. night. Uh, out one to two months, they're saying from a cornerback yeah. from the the Panthers. It's, it's it's two to three months if he doesn't get wow. a surgery. If he doesn't get a surgery, so he's gonna miss the season pretty much. And and um. But I, I don't worry about them. The Panthers are built from the front to the back. They play like a three-five-five. I mean, a, a three-three-five scheme, and like they're just their pass rush is so ridiculous that they just need they just need their cornerbacks to to not blow assignments, and they're gonna get a bunch of disruptive passes thrown their way. I think they'll be okay. It's a devastating blow because they also lost their their secondary uh, safety option. Uh, I think he's not gonna miss a significant amount of time, but. Yeah, I'm not really worried about it. It, it is sad, though, because he was out there balling, too, man. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was looking good. Another non-contact injury, so that's what makes it even worse. But, but, but it was all broken bones in his foot, which is amazing. That's how hard he was going. That a non-contact was able to break bones in his foot. And he was able to take his shoe off. Did y'all see that? He takes his own shoe mm-hmm. off. Like, that's, a, that's a savage motherfucker, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, for Crazy. real. That's like all right. daddy. Bogey, let's let you get in here on your Niners. Elijah Mitchell, very questionable for Sunday. <laughs> they made sure to they made sure to put very in quotes. What's your what's your thoughts about the just the backfield in general right now that's in shambles? Just pay attention to who they who they have activated this week. And uh, and 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 uh, more importantly, what is a what give, give me some Trey Sermon status, man? That's he clear that he limited, limited, limited all week. Okay, but that means he hasn't been cleared yet by the league. Because if he's mm. limited, that means the team neurologist cleared him. Because that's step mm. one. So he's getting the limited today. I, his, his report was limited again. Yeah, that was that report today. So tomorrow, and they're playing a Sunday night game. So this is annoying, right? So I, it's going to be hard to have a contingency plan here for Young Sermon. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I it, it, we should find out by tomorrow or Sunday morning whether he clears the concussion protocol or not. And uh, the fact that he's got a limited all week, that means he is going to be part of the game plan. If so, if not, I I don't know who's going to be in that backfield. Like, who did they activate? Did they activate Carry On Johnson? They picked up someone from, I believe, the Bengals practice squad. I can't think of his name right now, but 
Oh, the um undrafted free agent type guy. I think he was in the XFL you're talking about. Evans or something? Or something like that. I'm gonna check right now. Yeah, because a Jacquez Patrick. Oh, that's uh, who Jocks Jocks Patrick or Jacquez Patrick, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. it's nuts. Not looking oh, good. I admit, man, that shit is scaring me because I have him in the league. It feels like he's not gonna play. It feels like he's, he's not. Gonna a, a, he's not gonna play, and he plays on Sunday night. So unless yeah. you got an option on Sunday night football that you can replace him with, I mean, maybe throw him in your flex. So maybe you have a wide receiver option, you know. But yeah, you gotta have someone in the Sunday night game or the Monday night game. All right. So then I got a question for you guys. Let's just say you're an Elijah Mitchell owner and you also have Trey Sermon. Would you give up one roster spot, like your last flex spot, for for one of those guys saying that one will play, or would well, you go with something earlier that you think is, might be better? One is going to get ruled out, so you'll be out, and then hopefully your league is one, like like how league should be, where you could put, you, your players don't lock up till their specific game starts. Right. You'll be able to put, you know, one or one or even two of them if they get ruled out into your IR and pick up a, a Marcus Valdez Scantling or a um, you know a, someone like that because he was getting five targets a game so far and like that's someone i would you know because that's how you attack the niners right now you attack their secondary i can see them double covering a Devontae adams that's a nice pivot for me personally yeah as i would beautiful. go to mbs you know what yeah, i mean i think that's yeah. beautiful because honestly yeah. i think if, if sermon is playing more than likely you're gonna want to start him you have a value you start him value. yeah and then if not he's gonna go into ir like bogey said you just flip him for somebody else that's on your wire um worst case scenario if you're in a league that makes you uh, make the decisions early. I think you kind of got to go with your best option at that point and, and not risk yeah. it. Maybe uh, start scouring the waiver I, I right now, they, even. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, I think they play the guy who practice who gets the most practice in. Whoever goes to get some, at least if it's just one practice, that's who they're gonna play. Because Kyle Shanahan is big on practice. He benched Brandon Ayuk because mm-hmm. he was injured and he was he felt like he was trying to ride the pond of like, oh, I'm injured, I can't practice. He showed him, okay, you ain't going to play either. You're not going to start. So whatever running back comes in and practice is the guy I would trust to start, and, and that was the guy that I would hold off to on Sunday night to try to play. And, and that's been out. Hasty's already ruled out. Yeah, he has a high ankle sprain, so yeah. Yeah, he's, he's going to be out for a minute. Yeah, and I like clock management coming in here, not going to church Sunday night, so no sermon. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Amen. Well, you know, but with that said, we're going to go ahead and pass around this collection plate. <laughs> you know I mean? Give us money. Throw Give it in money. as a super chat. That that <laughs> line from clock was worth it all right there. Dude, so how about this? I would say also, like, right now, go look if Jeff Wilson Jr. is available in your Bro. leagues. Pick him up. Throw him in the IR. They're going to need him in about five, maybe six weeks. He said November. November yeah. is his expected return. I, they didn't so say when he added him in a few. Say, yeah. <laughs> like, Throw him in your IR. You. He'll be snug. You know well, what I mean? Let me ask you a question real quick. Bo What's, up? I'm in, What's up? I'm in an ESPN league, and I see Jeff Wilson out there. I go pick him up. They talking about drop somebody. So I got to drop somebody. Yeah. To Do you have a kicker? Do you have a – yeah, you have to. It's not like sleeper where you can make decisions like – I mean, actually, yeah. sleeper still has. Okay, how no, about you, you would have, have, you would have to drop. I mean, right. sleeper too. You have yeah. to you have to drop someone to pick to pick him up, well, and you, you throw a, him in the IR, and then you re-pick someone up after that. Do you have so a kicker? Drop somebody hustling. They, somebody still one of my players that I want. Well, do you yeah, have? Do you have? That's the risk we take. That's do you have kickers in this league? Say, do you have kickers? No, we don't do no kickers or defense. We do IDP. Okay. Two IDP. Okay, well then I. I would take one of my IDPs because there's so many, and I would do that. You know what I mean? Because because so, so, so drop Jeremy Chan. I That's mean, but he he, he, he already played though. Damn. He already played, Jeremy didn't he? Chan is nasty yeah, he too. But, so so but, you can't drop him. Cool, I can make this move next week though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say too, man. Like I don't think uh, if he's already out there available in your league right now, there's only a few people that might be thinking this, and that would be like the Elijah Mitchell guys or the Trey Sermon guys, or maybe even just if you have a Niner fan. No one's thinking that way, so you're probably mm-hmm. good till the next waiver cycle. Yep. It does depend on how savvy your league mates are because, uh, I mean, especially like guys who play with me. um, Damn, who was it? Uh, It might have been. It might have been. 
it might have been Steven. We'll talk about a different league. Just to do it, just because he had an extra spot. He picked up Chuba before the game yesterday just because you never know what the hell is going to happen. Yeah, yeah that was in the Degeneration X, man. Yeah, that, there you go. And he beat me to it. Oh, no. He beat he, me he, to it. He was on the – I'm so desperate. Oh, no, never guys. mind. He did Ch- – no, Chuba. He does not the one with Chuba. Never mind. It's Wink and Willie has Chuba, I think. Uh, yeah, no, it, I think it was a different league, but – we play with we play with savvy people now, you bro, know. We we know about bro, these moves. Check it when the draft ended. What I immediately do, I see how many IR spots I have, and I just picked up three IR guys. I have the backup running back for the Titans just because he's on IR. I'm like, well, if Henry goes down, guess what? This guy's gonna take over. Nikhil I don't know. Henry. I'm not buying into the Evans, the, the the Darrington Evans thing. I like even last year as a rookie, it was it was Jeremy McNichols. Yeah, it's an IR spot. Even like, even Deontay awesome. Foreman. Yeah. But see, but then that's another that's another thing too, man. Like, I just it's just because we've seen it already with Jeff Wilson. You know what I mean? No, I agree with we've you. already agree. seen it with Jeff Wilson. So let's rapid fire a couple. Let's rapid fire a couple more of these. All right. So TD, we got some QB news. So Carson Wentz, he practiced, but they still said he's a true game time decision. They won't name the starter. Uh, Brett Huntley is the one who's been taking the starter reps when Carson Wentz wasn't out there. If Carson Wentz doesn't play, even if Carson Wentz does play, you messing with any of these Colts QBs this week? Uh, so if you got a guy, you need a, like a so I need a super flex guy. So I had to get desperate because I want a quarterback in my super flex. So if you need that, yes. So I would do it. I would um, I'd rather go with a, a Jacob uh, Eason or or even a Brett Hunley then to go with a player that I don't feel like is going to score as high as a quarterback. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting it into a desperate situation. Other than that, hell no, I'm not touching none of these quarterbacks. But if you you want a super flex quarterback guy, you that's the only guy out there that you can pull on your team, then I would do it. But I think Carson Wentz, remember, and I think practicing is big. He was at practice. He at least going to go out there on the field and see how he feels. Yep. And uh, Taco. So, I mean, obviously we're playing Taylor in this game, but we mess, you messing with anybody else on the Colts offense? I mean, I think that Pittman still has value just because of the mere fact that he's going to get volume. And at the end of the day, volume is king in fantasy. So, you know, maybe you go with him, but I think more than likely if you're drafting Pittman, he's towards the end of your draft, and you probably have a couple of other guys you have around him that you might feel a little more safe. I want to see who's actually starting, if it's going to be Hundley or if it's going to be Eason, because it does seem like it's going to be Hundley or Wentz. In a Wentz situation, I think that Pittman's going to be fine. In the Eason situation, from what we saw in, in, in camp, he looked like he could be interesting. But I don't know how much I trust Hundley. Yeah, I picked him up in the leagues where we have um, where we start three QBs. So, you know, the guy who has the QBs, they make the rules in those leagues. So I'm picking him up just in case, and I'm hoping I can trade him off, you know, if someone needs him, um, especially the Wentz uh, manager or whatever. All right, right back, uh, right back to you, Taco. T. Higgins, suited up for practice, but the coach also called him doubtful now going into this game. Going up against the Steelers now – in my my ranks, even before all this like stuff happened, I had Boyd as number one, Chase as number two, and then Higgins as number three. How do you think we rank Boyd and Chase in this game? And how do you think uh, Higgins? He's doubtful. If they call you doubtful on Friday, you're not playing. Higgins With him so far, missing, what do you think? I, I think so far Higgins has been the best one of the three um, Bengals receivers. If I'm correct, he's been the most consistent. It seems like he's the number one favorite target of Burrow. Um, consistent, that- consistent, real quick. Okay. So in week one, it was Chase. Chase was that mm-hmm. dude with more volume. Uh, Hig- and then it was Higgins, and then it was Boyd. And then it completely flipped around in week two. It was Boyd number one, Higgins number two, and then Chase number three, just for some context. Right. So I, I think it shows that Burrow is going to play the matchup versus the player. And while he likes Higgins, Higgins feels like it's probably a safety bucket and is Mr. Consistent. Those two guys between, you know, Boyd and Waddle uh, or Chase uh, is really going to depend on who gets the, the opportunity. So I think it's really going to depend on how, how they match out the quarterbacks, what it's looking like when they're running plays, and it's really going to be game flow dependent. I really couldn't pick either one of those guys. If Higgins is out, they both they definitely get elevated, both of them, in my eyes. I think either one of those guys who finishes a wide receiver one this week. But I think that, you know, you're probably going to want to play – 
Me personally, I probably would play Boyd over over Chase just because I know they have a little bit more chemistry in a professional level. Um, Chase, you know, he looked good week one, but week two we had that regression that we all thought about. I think uh, Boyd's going to be the dude who I'd be starting of the two just because the Steelers and their pass rush, they're not going to have a lot of time. Boyd's is a nice safety blanket. Uh, TD, so we got Will Fuller back at practice, expected to play, and the coach did say that he's mixing him into the game plan. Would you even take a shot on Will Fuller or really any of these Dolphins players with uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett you know, at the helm? Yes, I would, and it just depends from team to team. On some teams, Waddle and Fuller are guys of, oh, uh, they, they can't break the lineup. But on some teams, they still is a good play because you don't have a guy that's a good flex. Maybe you have Elijah Mitchell and he's going to be out. And you don't have anybody else. Jacoby Brissett, I'm okay with taking a deep shot because they manufacture targets for Waddle. I feel good about that. Real Fuller scares me. That scares me a lot. So I might not play Real Fuller, but I, I think I'm going to still play Waddle because – He's going to have manufactured targets, and it's going to be easy for Jacoby to find them. All right, switching it up. For the Falcons, Bogey, we'll toss this one to you. Russell Gage is out. Their top corner, A.J. Terrell, is out. Frank Darby is out. We already thought that the Falcons were going to get smacked around, but now with like their number two wide receiver, their number one cornerback, um, predictions for the game. Who are they playing? Um they're playing they the Giants. Playing, playing the Giants. Oh, You're Giants, Taco. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I just want to repeat as the consistent person that I that I am. No one should ever have Russell Gage. Don't even put him in your IR. Just cut him. Right. <laughs> and and uh, yes, I think this game. I think this game is going to be a fun game, though, for fantasy purposes. It's I two think. defenses that have a lot of glaring holes. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, give give me the Giants in this Larry, game, though. Hey, where are the glaring holes in my Giants even? Smack taco yes, around there. Is. Okay, listen. Cordero Patterson and Mike Davis might have a field day on y'all. Y'all give up booty to the pass-catching running backs. You just saw it with J.D. McKissick. This this goes all the way back to last season. You know what I mean? You you do have one side of, the, of, of your secondary that gets shut down with James Bradbury. The other side, not so much. You know what I mean? I'm saying it's glaring holes. And uh, Facebook user, we can't see your name on there, but it said, do we talk about Cook? Yes, we did. Cook, he's missed practice all week. He's a game-time decision. A lot of us are of the consensus, even if um, Alexander Madison is going to be the guy, don't play him. That, that's the consensus well, of the panel. If you I, – let's I, let's like I, I would play him. I would play him, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't put like I wouldn't put a lot of fab money on him. I wouldn't waste a waiver on him. Like if you have him on your team, yeah, I would play him, but I wouldn't go out of my way to get him. I if I have Cook, I'm playing Madison. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. If I'm yeah, Elijah I, I, Mitchell, I'm, not, I'm playing Madison. I, yeah, I have. I have. I have like, so let me just. I mean, we have a big dynamic shift on here because I have Cook. In a couple leagues, I didn't even want Alexander Madison in the draft. After the yeah. draft, I still don't want him today. It doesn't matter. Like I, I'd rather have a guy like James White, you know, out there than Alexander Madison. Right, and James White also getting drafted before him as well because he has more of a safer, more no, not not even man. People were taking Madison like 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 psychopaths in the tenth round, eleventh yeah. round. I don't get that. I don't get that. Like, he was he, going. He's a, it was he, like AJ Dillon, Tony Pollard. You know, and why? Mary, and then that Alexander Tony Pollard pick is paying off though because Zeke is trash. Zeke if is you off. actually, if you Zeke actually like a, him, like a true Giants fan, you would have had to actually <laughs> play Tony Pollard. Like that's what we got to remember. Like I mean, a lot of people, Yo, especially people watching the show, playing shallow leagues. Yeah, but you still got to have like worse options than him to play him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you I can say that until you see the points. <laughs> Facebook user, why don't you play him? So at least for me, every time I've seen Madison have to be the guy, he's always sucked. When he comes in to, like, you know, give Dalvin Cook a little breather, he does good because the defense, yep. you know, it's a, usually at the end of the game, randomly, sparingly, and they don't yep. think he's going to get the ball. So Somebody, How about this? Somebody go look up the last time he started. Last year, the one game Dalvin Cook missed, or he, the first I, game he, he missed. Was, I can he tell was, you he did the trash. Though. They played Atlanta. But they played Atlanta of all teams. 
and everyone eats up Atlanta on the ground, and the pass-catching running back eats on Atlanta. He didn't do nothing, and he got stuffed at the goal line a couple times. And then, like, I think it was actually even Boone who ended up punching it in. And yep. But there is no Alex Boone there now, who is actually just a fullback. But I got two points I mean, on that. I, I, okay, go Like Bogey said, versus Atlanta, you want to stop your running back, so make sure you have Saquon Barkley in your lineup this week. This is the Go Saquon. On, if Sa- if Saquon's gonna do anything this year, this is the week it starts. You know, everyone. If you draft, if you have Saquon, Saquon you're starting him. Yeah, well, I mean, last week we, we saw what happened. A lot of people are getting nervous now. And and num- number two, man, um, he wasn't he hurt during that game that he was taking over versus Atlanta last year because I think he came back later on. Yeah, he, he had some good plays. And he looked good at the end of the season, but I'm no, no, no. Sure that no here's what here's what happened. I got the stats up. Here's okay, exactly what you. happened. Thank okay, you. so he he balled out versus Seattle. So maybe this might be the outlier, but that's he was not game. the starter. He was not yeah, the starter that game. Where he came in. Now, so and nobody played him. Nobody game planned for him at all. Right. Not right. one Alexander right. Madison a, manager played Sunday him. <laughs> that was a Sunday nighter. That was a Sunday nighter. And Dalvin then, Cook left that game twice, and then and in the second time he never came back. Then the next week after that, he the sucked. week that he was the starter, the week that everybody put all their chips in on Alexander Madison. Ten he was attempts, the DFS chalk play that week. Twenty six yards that week. That doesn't he matter. He was hurt. <laughs> he was week. not hurt. He, play, he was not hurt. He was not hurt. I didn't Dalvin dive Cook. into that. I just looked into the stats because that's Dalvin all we care about. I remember I had him. It was either a hamstring or something. He was not full strength. That's why I say you got to be careful with this nah. man because he does have skills. He's not that bad. He's not, Hold that, on. Bad. Hold He's on. not that good, though, either. Let's not talk about this game then. <laughs> when did you ever see him do anything good except for, like, maybe come in Week one as a rookie against uh, I forget who they played week one. When did oh, we yeah, ever week, see Tony Ball week one, do something good? How about this? Week one, 2019, they played the Falcons. He took a screen to the house, and everyone thought he was the GOAT. That was it, literally. And that was and he did it right against Atlanta in 2019. Last year they played Atlanta again. He gets to start, nothing. 26 yards. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Real, real quick. Real quick news. So we got two last pieces here. We're not even going to comment on this, but for the Bucks, Jason Pierre-Paul is not going to play. He's ruled out for the game. They got enough there to where who knows if that's even going to make a difference for them. Shaq Barrett's still going to eat either way. And then we're just going to go around Robin on this last one. And just yes or no, Odell Beckham is not listed on the injury report. Would you play him? It's just a yes or a no. That's it. For me, it's a no. Yes. Yes. Reluctantly. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not. He's the only. He's the only guy out there. I believe it was week three last year when he actually balled out. Um, but. I'm not saying I got to be desperate to get him in there, but if I only have to play two wide receivers in a league and potentially three, I hope that I have three good enough to where I could just keep him on the bench and not mess with it. Oh, no, baby. He's going to ball out. All right, guys. We are out of here. Why don't we round robin it? TD, why don't you tell everybody uh, who's watching on Facebook right now where to find you? Yeah, guys. Go to YouTube, Instagram, OnlyFans. Um, and also Facebook, too, guys, where you can find me at Fantasy Good Sports, and I provide cutting-edge content. Make sure you subscribe to my OnlyFans, where I give you consultations, and I know you need help with your lineups, starts and sits, whatever fantasy problems you got, guys. I can help you on my OnlyFans. It's just Fantasy Good Sports. Uh, so, yeah, that's it, guys. Just make sure you follow, uh, subscribe to all our, all of our, make sure you subscribe to all our channels, and that's it, guys. Yeah. Taco. But um, everybody, y'all know you can catch me in the Facebook group. Last week, I was answering some questions. I'm going to try to do something like that again this week as well. Um, I got fantasy basketball content coming up as we have the fantasy basketball season coming. So make sure you check us out on YouTube at The Daily Sporting because that's the stuff that I'm really working on right now because with these boys, I'm covering a lot of football for you guys. But I know there's a lot of people that play two sports out here. You know what I mean? Football, basketball is life. It's life. That's where you can find me. We know you New York New Yorkers love your basketball. We know that for sure. I mean, the Knicks suck, but we love ball, man. We rock out here. Yeah. Bogey, I'm shout good. it out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You could uh, uh, follow me at the GMM Network, and uh, you can subscribe to the GMM Network on YouTube. 
And unfortunately, um, I won't be able to uh, be here daily, all guaranteed, but I am here on this show every single Friday for sure moving forward. And uh, you can catch us every Wednesday uh, for the Real Fantasy Playmakers What If series. And what if Zero RB is the way to go? <laughs> and what the if is the next CMC? That's what I'm saying, baby. That, that's definitely going to be one of the topics this Wednesday is what if zero RB is really the way of the future and has always been. And you guys already know, yeah, fantasy football hustler. You can find me everywhere. It's either at FF hustler or on Twitter, uh, TikTok at FF hustler 420. Go get signed up on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash FF hustler 420. It's all about the one-on-one advice, but we got a really dope group. I mean, we got a huge group on Facebook. Uh, we just crossed 56,000 members. That's the fantasy football advice group for experts, gurus, and beginners. But the hustler discord chat, I mean, we got like 150, 160 in there. Uh, you're going to get a lot more answers from me in there for sure. And we got a lot of other experts in there who are just giving advice. And it's all about the one-on-one advice. So get into the superstar tier or higher. You're going to get DM access. Dopest thing too. Anybody on Patreon, you get priority questions on every one of my start and sit live streams. First 15, 20 minutes are always dedicated to answering Patreon members questions. So if you need another excuse to get on it, there's your reason. Get on it. Patreon.com slash FF Hustler 420. And just go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. You can link up everywhere, all my social medias. Follow me on every podcast out there. Great week. Great week of shows, guys. Great week. Hustler and me both have TikTok. So go follow us on TikTok too, guys. Yeah. Check us out everywhere. All right, guys. We'll see you next week on Monday. Don't forget, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. We're bringing you all the updated news. And then I got my Start and Sit live stream coming tomorrow. It's going to be at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. See you guys then. Hey, good luck, everybody. Go get these dead. Yeah. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.